Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Uh, just do introductions, go around the horn here. Uh, Kyle, you want to start? What you reading? Hi, my name's Kyle. Hello, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost our one viewer. <laughs> Wait, you, get, Kyle. you gave us more than I thought we had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I have been reading. Uh, no, more pissed off by Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis. Oh, the last issue. I, I <laughs> yeah, I just finished it. Who who here has? Anyone? I read it. You finished? I, I finished. Uh, yeah, I was reading uh, that uh, weekly no. as, it, oh, no. as it came out. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers for this? Oh, no, 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 no. There's spoilers coming. All right. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't want to know about Heroes of Crisis, turn it off. Wait till you read the comic and then go back and listen to us. Okay, I, so. I've got to talk about this. Let's let's set up what Heroes in Crisis is. So, It's a Tom King, Clayman book about a place in, did well, they? It's basically Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman set up a. Trauma play, center. Yeah, trauma center for anybody who's doing post-traumatic, you know, and so. Um, you have everybody there from Wally West, Flash, uh, uh, Roy Harper, uh, Arsenal, and then all that stuff. And then somehow everybody dies. And you're left with the, the conclusion that either Booster Gold or, or Harley Quinn. Yeah, because Booster sees Harley commit a crime and Harley sees Booster Booster, do the same thing. So they're both trying to figure out what's going on. And, uh, Harley actually goes to Batgirl. Uh, Okay, this book did one great thing. (laughs) Their team up? It brought back blue and gold. We got Ted Kord, Blue Beetle back, and the the duo are back together again. Yeah. That was, no, yeah, that part was amazing. What, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. So they have the reset continuity, or is this all? Okay, uh, so this is where everything's getting weird, because they are heavily, uh, the three books that have really been kind of doing this, Justice League, Doomsday Clock, Heroes in Crisis have all been kind of accumulating to like where like you realize that the original multiverse is kind of they realize stuff has been altered and that the multiverse is kind of coming back and it's still not there but we're still in the new 52 universe I mean Superman's back in you know his original costume Batman's sort of back in his original costume things are changing but they're not there yet and, and they're acknowledging what changed and so like with Doomsday Clock you have Mr. Man- Dr. Manhattan says oh I'm the one who changed things and and, and but it, they're each one is kind of slowly kind of working towards itself. Now the problem DC's having is it's they're taking forever to get these books out. Heroes right. in Crisis should have been probably finished about two months ago, and Doomsday Clock it, it's still going. Yeah, twelve <laughs> issues, and they're like it's like every other two months a new issue comes out. So I ra- I rather wait than not have Gary Frank on art. Right. So no, the art and Doomsday Clock. Uh, don't get me wrong, but Gary Frank is unbelievable. But it's just it's taking forever, and it's, it, it, to the point where it's like oh I forgot the new issue was out. So. Again, we go back to the event books are the the worst part of it. They're just poorly executed in terms of publishing. Yeah. They come out erratically, and it's just a bad, bad vibe. What? So, no, good. Oh, sorry. Well, so I'm not reading any of these, but I'm just curious if all three are dealing with the ways that the multiverse is changing. Are they doing it? Like, are they overlapping these three titles? Sort of, because in Justice League, you find out, you know, in the original Crisis on Infinite Earth, you had the Monitor and you had the Anti-Monitor. Yeah, and they both die. Now they're back again, and you find out that they basically because the source wall that's been destroyed, the like the the main big bad mother, uh, I, I can't remember her name, but uh, she is like the person who started all this DC universe, created three brothers, and the current brother now who being defeated is now a part of the Justice League. If you read the most recent issue, mm-hmm. and you still have the Monitor and the Anti Monitor, and it's like they're brothers when originally they were just like two sides of the coin fighting right. each other, and now it's like okay. Okay, <laughs> so um, well, the the interesting part is Doctor Manhattan seems to be able to just fix anything however I know. he wants and with the, no consequence, and that's where I'm kind of serious where, where they're going to go because like these like anti monster and monster should be beings that could probably go toe to toe with Doctor Manhattan if not more powerful, but it's just you know it, I don't know it, it's I think you have too many creative teams trying to figure out a solution for they were trying to get to but they're not collaborating on what See, the story should be that was my question was if they were collaborating or if they I weren't. don't know I don't I don't because know. Heroes, it, it should because editorial should be yeah because <laughs> then we'll end up with three different explanations for exactly. what's happening with the multiverse yeah. versus 
Now, I, yeah. I love, like I said, Justice League, they're even saying the, the source hole being broken, the, the multiverse is in danger. So the Justice League is trying to do whatever they can. And in this most recent issue, they had basically where... And they're about to, again, DC's about to launch another big thing called Year of the Villain. Yeah. And this kind of starts with Justice League number 25. Mm. And again, I'm like, oh, God, another two years to get 12 issues well, in again. Here's and, the... Here's the it's a cool thing if you get a lot of comic books, but it's also kind of convoluted. Yeah, Mr. I buy 20 issues at a time. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a lot of uh, – there's a big checklist of things yeah. that you don't have to read, but they're kind of not tied in, but it's like this is also part of the year of the villain stuff. But it's like almost every book. It's like 20 books. Yeah. Which, like like I said, you know, Scott Snyder said he you don't have to read them, but they do affect the story like overall. Like if you want to get deeper into it, then you can – so. Basically, it, it, the way they launched the Year of the Villain is Luther basically says, you know, this is it, the Justice League hadn't told Earth about anything. They didn't tell them about the Source Wall. So what does the Legion of Doom do? They explain everything. And says, yeah, for us to be saved, for us to be your saviors, you need to be, you need to become a villain. So basically, Earth goes into a panic and becomes like just a wasteland because everybody's just going bad. Mm. And so yeah, and, and like I said, and apparently yeah and what, what I love about the Justice League books is how they brought in Batmite <laughs> underused character but then again not everyone knows how to use Bat- Batmite true that all I'm going to say is you ever get the chance to go watch uh, an old animated series The New Adventures of Batman and Robin from Filmation 1976 yeah. oh I have the box set it's awesome <laughs> all right. is that on DC Universe Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, good. it is. Awesome. Yes, right. it is. It, it, it's old. It's campy, but it's just it's fun because they, oh, have, yeah. they have Adam West and Burt Ward do their voices for Batman and Robin. That's right. Uh, so the consequences of Heroes in Crisis, we had which death, or do you want to talk about the accused? The accused. They basically okay. had to where one of my favorite characters, and I'm just like, I'm about to write him off just because I'm... I, I, so Wally West, who has been dealing with the most trauma because he remembers his kids, he remembers being married to Linda... And he goes through this kind of situation where he just he has a. I want. And when Heroes in Crisis starts, his his whole family has been wiped. Yeah. But he has every memory of every moment with them. Because War of the Flashes, he remembered everything, and and it it just it and he basically he does something where he does like this kind of lightning strike and kills everybody at at the the trauma center. He can't control the Speed Force, and we're getting into that same area that's you know we've got weapons of mass destruction running around. Are we? I wonder. DC's never really gotten into that territory of dealing with that. If you're reading Flash now, you know that they they've damaged the Speed Force, and now we have like the uh, the other forces. There are other forces out there. There's like the slow force, or not the slow force, but it was there. Yes, it's like. The strong force, I know, but they, they realize there's other forces outside of the speed force, and so it's just, I don't know. I, I, DC, I love DC, but I'm getting a little tired of them trying to do all this stuff, and it's like really, and, and then the biggest thing is like, well, can we redeem Wally ever? And it's like, why? But isn't that always going to be the vicious cycle of being a Flash? You're going to end up in jail. <laughs> You're going to be in jail, uh, or you will be the cause for the multiverse being yeah. repaired and or collapsing. Yeah. Well, so. and the thing is, like, well, how? Of course, he can be redeemed, I and mean, we redeemed Hal Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so when 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 DC Rebirth launched, like that story of Wally trying to come back, I almost had tears. It in crushed. Moment. Like yeah. it was like it got me. I was like, why doesn't anybody remember me? Like that yeah. was. And that, that that story was so strong. And I feel yeah. like it just let it go to waste. With all, like, and three years later of them doing all this stuff, and I feel like it's just a waste. It's like, well, Wally, he's he's out of the thing. He realizes the universe has been changed. That's what started the kind of the Doomsday Clock story of realizing, oh, Doctor Manhattan was kind of the force between this. And it just, it, in some ways, it feels like they dropped the whole damn ball on it. Like they're they're, they're trying to catch up now. It's like, oh, we should have done this, 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 but no, it's just we're we're going to give it to so many, too many creative teams and see where we can get at the end of the finish line here. It's it, hmm. I don't know. It just I. I, you know, I, I like the book. I liked uh, it kind of focusing on trauma and what the heroes are going through. But The like, confessionals. Like the confessionals all those, were the great pages. It was it was amazing. The like one that still gets me is Batman. Yeah. I have partners. Some yeah. of them have died, and then he just erases it because he doesn't want to be – like it's almost like he doesn't want to show the weakness that, you know, he knows mm-hmm. he's human and, you know. But also the interesting one is is Clark because he's not really Clark. He's Superman, and him kind of dealing with that is not. It's almost foreign to him, which is really weird because they've never really taken that well, uh, alien. No, uh, that's what I love about this. If you ever, uh, has everyone here seen Kill Bill? Yes. yes. Yeah. At the end of number two, when uh, the speech, the speech, he said about like you know Peter Parker is Spider Man, Bruce Wayne is Batman, blah blah blah. But Clark, but uh, Superman, his identity is Clark Kent. He's a superhero. He's, he's the alien first, and he has to adopt the human identity. He's yeah. not a human who right. decides to take a super persona. And that's, you know, and 
he has to bring himself down yeah. is the way that he describes it is just lowering himself to be with the rest of the humans. Yeah, and, well, no, good. Well, so I, I was going to say, I mean, you know, as, as much as I crap on Man of Steel, the one thing I always credit it for is that it is Clark Kent's origin story. It sure it is, is. It is not, well, it is not Superman. Right. It is, and he what, becomes Clark Kent. At the one end. of my, I think my favorite expl- explanations is in the final episode of Justice League Unlimited when Superman's fighting Darkseid. Oh, so good. And, and he goes, I live in a world where everything's like cardboard, so I have to, you know, I have to make sure not to throw too much power, but you, big man, I think and I, I can unleash the full force of what I can oh, do and no. just knocks him halfway <laughs> across Metropolis. It's, it's, <laughs> that speech is so good. It's oh. just like, all these years, he's just holding back. Yeah. Because yeah. everything, like, he could just destroy everything with one touch. Like, it's just, like, 24-7, he has to be on his guard. And then he finally unleashes everything. And, oh, man. Like, I, th- it, I think we could probably do a whole episode on the Justice League United oh, Unlimited cartoon because yeah, there's so, so many great things the in it. The episode with Wally, too, though, where he has mm-hmm. to keep running. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. Brainiac, Brainiac, Lex Luthor. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's about to disappear in the Speed Force, but yeah. they bring him back. That, oh that brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Who, who's the little girl ace of the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Real no, Flesh no. Club? Epilogue. The episode's epilogue because it deals with Batman Beyond. But, he's, but he, when she go, when he goes to find Amanda Waller and find out how is Bruce Wayne my father, and she has explained the whole story and tells about how they he had masterfully to deal. tied in Batman Beyond into the Justice League. Well, that was like, that was originally going to be the, the last episode. Yeah, that was originally the last episode. And then no. they said, "Oh, we have a good ratings. Let's do one more season." So that's why we got that last season. Well, with with the Heroes in Crisis ending, do you? Do you I, recommend it for anyone, or what do you think? I mean, uh, there are there are parts about it, but it's not a trade paperback I'd ever buy. Really, it's I, a Tom King book. So I'm if, gonna if, buy you, it. if you like Tom King, if I, you like maybe uh, read it, but I, but I don't need. Yeah, I, I still think the journey. I think uh, uh, to get getting there, there is fun. Getting there, but when you find out the fu- the final solution, it's just it's like it was a letdown. And the true, but when you have a hero that commits a crime, the fact that they stand up and go to jail. I mean, the I know is still important part of being the hero. Here. He, he, Here's a question, because you guys are all reading it as it comes out, right? Yeah, right. Yes. And you've talked about all the delays. Do you think once it's all out and done and collected, if you read it in one sitting, do you think you'll have a different view of it? Maybe. I, I, I won't well, say no. This was also supposed to be eight issues, and they added one more, because uh, originally it was just going to be eight, and it ended up being nine. They brought in Mitch, Mitch Gars to do some of the art. Um, I don't want to say felon, but it's... But they do. They had two artists in a, in a couple of issues, which I don't mind. I'll take Mitch Gar's art. Oh, like there was one scene in there that was greatness. It was uh, because apparently one of the people who died was uh, Poison Ivy, and Wally is able to resurrect her. And I forget the exact way. And then oh, you have so Harley. she she. There's a flower where she kind of left right. some of herself, yeah. and then with the Speed Force, Barry uh, right. or uh, Wally. Um, I love Kinda comic book it. science. Yeah. I was about to say, but, you don't even need to say Speed Force. Just say comics. Yeah. It, you know. No, no, but, but uh, Harley Quinn because goes, comics. Yeah. before they take Wally away, Harley Quinn goes, hey, I just want to say thank you for not doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then she just takes him by the neck and right to the nuts. Oh. <laughs> well, you killed my sweetie. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like this direction of Harley Quinn. If, if yeah. you want to read some... Mm. She's become uh, an anti-hero. If you want to read blue and gold stuff, like you get a lot of it. And it's oh, so, no, it, so it, good. Oh. And it's so good. When they're in the couch eating pizza... The booster and beetle stuff. That that that's the, the my favorite part of this whole series. That that's why they're perfect for this because yeah. they're they're a book you typically would read that's fun and happy and seeing those two together hey, not in that DC blue and gold title for DC. Bring it out, booster and beetle. That's all we want. I was thinking they would announce it as soon as this was over. Like this is spin, spinning out of Heroes in Crisis. Well, so it doesn't leave a. You know, if you don't like the book, maybe at least you get something good out of it. But I get that blue and gold. I'll say this. Up. This may be even affirm more what I know you, you said. It makes me so much wish that uh, Brandon Routh was a Ted Cord over Ray Palmer in Legends. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, but but still, the, that bromance that's happening in Legends Nate, is... I know. Is, it's perfect. Yeah. It's it's Booster and it, Beetle. It's exactly what we oh need. It's God. it's so good. Kyle's going to edit it to where they, they call each other... Uh, He's just gonna change the names in every scene, but that's about it. That's it. Everything else stays the same. Well, I want I want to jump in. I, I'm reading a Tom King book too. Uh, I'm reading, or I, I've read Mr. Miracle not once but twice now because I'm obsessing <laughs> with it. Uh, it it deals with Dark trauma. It deals with it deals with so many different things. Now I've read it. Adrian's read it. I have. I've read it. You've yeah, read it. Daniel. But Daniel's read it. Daniel's read it. <laughs> of course, Daniel's I'm read not, it. But go for it. Go for no, it. No, okay. So uh, I, I really don't want to get into spoilers for this. I don't want to spoil I, I, well, I, I want to point out something. When I read this book a few months ago and nobody on here has read it yet, do you know how I felt about not having yes. anybody to talk to? 
it is about this. I went online to talk to people. I'm on Twitter and I'm on, you know, any place that anyone's read it, you know, because. Right. Well, I, I read it as it came out weekly. But, yeah, I mean, if there's not enough people here, like, we didn't really want to discuss. I, I'm worried about Tom King. He just writes about trauma a lot. Well, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think that's why dealing with the things I've dealt with over the last few years, I think that's why I'm drawn to his stories. I mean, if you think about he, he breaks down the, the protagonist's and all of his stories and makes him more human. Like he made the vision human. Yeah. Very. In, in, in that vision series. Um, and yet more trauma. And, and yeah, and yet <laughs> yeah. more trauma. Um, the more normal you make it, the more trauma you get. And I mean, even all of his family, they all were dealing with something, you know, from the wife to Viz, you know, they were all dealing with their place mm-hmm. and, and i think, I think that's I what think tom's that, saying is everybody has a right. thing that they're going through. i mean mr miracle uh, um that was the second series of his that i read and it oh, was Omega just Man is fantastic really good. i have that book I, if you're talking about the, the, ones that's new, the I have one with kyle renner yeah that, i have that. that's yes. actually really good that's so, tom king so that yeah. book that book got canceled initially and the fans but they finished it the, they, 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 the fans forced dc kind of to just let them finish it and it's 12 issues and it's kyle renner but it's very little and it has very little to do with actual that's Green Lantern stuff. Kyle. <laughs> well, and then that's where I found Kyle's grandmother. She's Hispanic on one side uh-huh. of the family. I was like, what? Like, I never knew that about Kyle. So, like, he became, like, uh, you know, when, once you see somebody in the comic books that's a little bit more like you, yeah. you relate. Because he speaks Spanish, too, in the book. And I'm like, why did I not know this about Kyle, like, all these this years? This is why is Kyle the, and Jack are my two favorites. Yeah, <laughs> is he the 90s Green Lantern? Yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's okay, an, an artist. artist. Yeah. He's an artist. He's yeah. Hispanic. Like I like him. That's why like he's Kyle. always been my favorite because cool. he, he's different than Howie. He's got the coolest John. mask yeah. too. I think out of all of oh, them. Oh god, yeah. And the fact they brought the only thing different on his new uh, he's gone back to his original costume, but the emblem of the Green Lantern is a little is the original Green Lantern almost of the one he. How did does in the Tom 90s. King write Kyle Rayner? Because I never saw Kyle Rayner as well. You have to read the book. Yeah. All right. I've got the whole thing. I, got, I, I found it for cheap at a half price right. book. So it was like, and I was like, I'm buying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll let you borrow it. So. But Adrian, oh, at this point, does does Tom King immediately start rising to the top of guys you're going to read? Yes, he's already. I mean, and what about Batman uh, Metal? Huh? No, what that was, oh, that, that was Snyder. 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 My, my bad. My bad. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, we don't talk about that book. Uh uh-uh. uh I know, but no. Talk um, about it. His run on Batman it made me love Batman even more. Like I, I, you guys have given me some great story arcs for me to go back and read. <clears throat> I've read most of them, and they're great. Long Halloween, great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Dark Victory, great. Um, Hush, great. Mm. It was good. Great. Um, <laughs> the art was great. It's a good story. Um, I'm with Adrian in this one. But, Hush uh, is all right. We might have to take Look, it. Look, I know artists are yeah. but that was great. Yeah. Right. No, but, yes. but Tom King's run on Batman is just fantastic. I mean, it. it I haven't read Snyder's run. I haven't read Morrison's run, but... I've been reading Tom King. It's just fantastic. I mean, he and another thing that he does is not only focus on the the main character and the problem, the problems, the human problems he goes through, but he also finds a way of adding all these minor, insignificant characters and giving them good stories. Hell yeah! Like Kite Man. Hell yeah! That's where I knew knew Um, we're going there. um, KG Beast. That story was phenomenal. There's an I mean, issue. There's I'm a, there. I mean, it was just a page turner. Him going. Wait, is that down the one KGB's? where Batman hunts him down? But yes. Dick in the head. Okay. Yes. The issue called uh, the Ballad of Kite Man. Yes. It'll make you cry. Yes. Like, I just want to add. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So I have not read a lot of Tom King. I read the the Division series, mm-hmm. um, but it, the only Batman thing of his I've read. I feel is the quintessential Joker story, and that was the free comic book day story uh, from two years ago. It was kind of oh the God, lead yes. in him taking leading over, leading into the wedding, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it was. So, I, I I read it, read it and it I walked out and handed series. it to my wife and said, "You've got to read this Joker story." Is King like, still doing yes. Batman? Yes. Yeah. He will, that, no, he, no, no, no. He just left to do the. No, no he went still got some issues to go. Oh, oh, no, yeah, they cut it down to he'll do Batman until eighty five. Twelve issue Batman Catwoman. No, but they're they announced recently they're they're following good hit in the story arc that I've been curious about. The three Jokers, the fact that you remember when he had the uh, the chair and he's like, there are three Jokers out there, and they're, oh, they're yeah. about they're about to fall and hit upon that. I'm like, finally, you know. Yeah, because Jeff Jones and uh, Jason Fabog, been he they've been working on that. Yeah, because uh, I follow yeah. I follow him on Instagram. And so, Daniel, you read the? Um, 
I, I read the, Batman as it comes out. Okay, so, so you've read the um, what was it, the War of Jokes and Riddles? Oh yes, yes. That story. Oh my god, yeah, I did awesome. that. Okay, okay. And, and the funny thing about it is, is like that volume isn't until like volume four of his run, yeah. and but he te- like and the funny thing about it is, it happens before volume one. I have one issue, with and that they story. just tease about it throughout the whole, the whole, way, the whole way, and then they finally go back and tell that story, and it's fantastic. No, I had one issue with that. It's the fact, like, you know, Batman's talking about how, like, la- like there was a fight between Deadshot and Deathstroke that lasted, like, four or five days. Yes! yes. Wow. And so, so, so it's either, are yes. you depowering Deathstroke, or are you op- overpowering Deadshot? Because Deathstroke should not have taken four days to take out Deathstroke. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he wouldn't <laughs> let him get close. <laughs> Deathstroke's an A-lister, Deadshot's yeah. a C-lister. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to be a C-lister to be on the Suicide Squad, yeah. but except that, for but reading Harley. that story was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I think it was. Like, I think it was Will Smith as Deadshot, so he couldn't, you know, it had to so take at least four days. a D-lister. It had yeah. to take a, whoa. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, he's Rough. a C. No, don't go there. Clay Harrison at Clay the underscore Harrison is on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The next issue podcast does not support the views of Clay Harrison. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say it to be a C-lister because Braun Tiger is not a C-lister. <coughs> Maybe they, 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 they Braun Tiger is. He's not a C. No, he's a. Well, he's about to be A-lister. I believe that's who Idris Elba is going to play in Suicide Har- Squad. Har- yeah. Harley's not an A-lister I think he's, anymore. Yeah, I, th- I think he's playing. You, Harley's not an A-lister. The fans made her an A-lister. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's playing uh, Black Spider. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say Braun Tiger is an A-lister in my opinion, but he's just nobody does him as an A-lister character. Except for Tom King. Yeah. Adrian, I'll tell you this. The, la- the latest issue I just read, mm-hmm. everything clicked into place. From Batman number one, everything clicked into place. Well, I place. can't wait. Well, you know me. I, I, no, I have been yeah, reading. I wait for the trade. I wait so. for the trade, which is weird because the trade for number nine came out in April, and the trade for 10 isn't coming out until September. Jeez. That is weird. Well, because this book is bi-weekly. They should be yeah. coming out a lot sooner. Yeah, but they've been, sp- they've been spreading them out. Because yeah. I, th- I believe they're in, like, volume t- 12 already. Yeah, seventy-two, uh, about six. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. How, so. how would you how would you describe? Um, I'm sorry, I'm hijacking your conversation. No, no, no. I, wanted, I, I wanted yours because you were talking about Mr. Miracle. I, I, I wanted to see how would you guys pitch it to your friends in one sentence? What Mr. Miracle is? You can't. Not in one sentence. I mean, it. Character of the book. The book. Okay. Um. I want to hear the pitch for the character. In a second. <laughs> I mean, I could do. I could do he's the world's greatest artist. escape artist. He's, he's yeah, space true. Houdini. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Um, you can do it in one sentence, but it's just a long. It'll be a run on. Yeah, it's just a long run on sentence. I mean, it's it's I, about a hero. It's about an anti-hero. It's about a hero dealing with um, mental issues. It's about a dad. Uh, well, about a husband who's about to become a dad who becomes a dad, and yet he's a general and a leader of men against his will because he doesn't want to be here. Or doesn't want to be there. He 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 has carved out his own life, but he's like in Godfather, just is pulls this, him back in. Is it? Does this story deal with him on Apocalypse or Earth? Both. 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 Okay. Okay. Both. Um, boom tubes are very convenient. Boom tubes very. are very convenient. Um, there's. Uh, I fell in love with Big Barbara in this book. Yeah, oh, that's where that came from. Um, uh, she's just awesome. Um, she is. She's so supportive. She okay, knows. Okay, now wait a minute. I, I I have to disagree. Really. I have to disagree because I don't think I think where he's at mm-hmm. she she isn't because mm-hmm. uh they both grew up being beaten and tortured. Right. Um they have the mirror that they get to look yes. at to see their true selves and what they are and right. it is not pretty. No. Uh, right. Because of what they've grown up Barda seems to package that away. She doesn't she just kind of like it is what it is, well, right. and he he has a hard time dealing with the way he. Well, grew I mean, up. I think that's. Well, let me ask this question, because mm-hmm. uh, I know the story of Miracle is. Does any of the trauma deal with the fact his own father gave him up to keep peace? On? That's yes. part of it. Okay. Yes, okay. Right. There's, and, a, there's a story. And being raised by Granny Goodness. Okay. Yes. Right. And and you think you know evil no, until I, I know, the way he writes Granny Goodness raising children he deals yes. he deals with everybody it, he deals with high father with lover? orion uh, uh with calabar mother just uh, ev- everybody that you kind of know from the main new gods uh, all that's that some stuff, dark shit they're in this book and but they're not they're not presented as like adversaries that are gonna fight to the death all the time you want to know the greatness of this this story is that after the first issue i think it's a 12 issue run but after the very first yeah. issue we could sit here, the five, five of us mm-hmm. could read a book, 
and the five of us would have different opinions on we'll, we'll have no we'll have different theories of what this book is about oh, okay. and, and what is actually happening to Scott what's going on with Scott you could have five different theories the funny thing about it is all of them are valid at the end of the book mm-hmm. you can have five like one of my one of my theories is that dark side actually gave him the Andy life equation yes that plays out I mean the the story plays out there's uh he gives something that you don't have. Huh? He does. He does. He acquires the anti-life equation during yes. the, okay. during the book. Okay. And, and so, what is it? Yeah. And so, um, but you know, do, do you have a theory that Scott committed suicide or tried to commit suicide, and it didn't fail, and this is him dealing with it and dealing with it poorly, but they never actually spelled that out. But by the end of the book. You still have that theory is still valid at the end of the let, book. Let, let me ask this because it's a character I never gave up. I never did. No, 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 not Miracle. Do you think because it was, I'm just talking about the character that they traded Scott for? Do you think Tom King can make uh, Orion something that you'd want to be reading, be sympathetic? Or well, no, in this book, oh, he, Orion, he, he Orion's a, in he's this. He's a big player. He, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, he's a okay. huge I'm player. I'm telling you, everybody you know, like the, all them, even I think Ambush Bug is in the in the <gasps> book. I yes. love Ambush well, Bug. Well, it's it's Bug, but I don't think it's Ambush. No, no, no. Bug oh. is no, no. Mike Allard did a Bug story. I have I have all the issues of that, but yeah, was, yeah he did, and that was actually a pretty good story. So it's not so. the same one. No, no. Okay, I mean, Bug's human. I mean, and this and this goes back to what I was saying about how he makes minor characters relevant. I wouldn't read this. Um, Don't read it. No. Um, But yeah, there's a there's a there's a scene in there where Bart is about to give birth. That's where I'm telling you. And you know Scott's in the in the uh, in her room talking with her, and he comes out, and the Furies are sitting there waiting in the in the waiting room. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is the bug that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's oh. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in the book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he's part of the fourth. Yeah, world. not ambush yeah, bug. Yeah, just bug. Oh, that's not ambush bug. Mm-hmm. Um, bug. Sorry, okay. that's sorry. But yeah, um, but that scene where the the furies are there and all they are about is death and destruction, normally. But in this scene, they're actually polite to Scott. They're nice to Scott. They're worried about Barta, and they cannot wait for their niece or nephew to get here. And they're being nice, but they're still evil. They're still freaking crazy. Yeah, Yeah. like they're crazy. And you can, and and just in the scene, you can tell that they're all crazy, that they're all super and hyper violent. But there's this human moment where somebody's about to have a kid. They care about this person, even though it's a jacked up love relationship right between oh, that it, family it is a it's abuse yeah. it, it's a family of abuse is right. everything that is apocalypse and I, I don't know if I have what finished, dark side is yeah oh, God. <laughs> I, I haven't finished reading uh female theories but the book spins out of that mm-hmm. oh, really? i think did you one of you guys read the first one Mm-mm-mm. no okay so yeah the, the female furies book spins out of like out of the pages of mr miracle uh, that the female furies book comes out so it's the same it takes place probably right after that so right. i haven't read it i want to check it out once it's all out i think it's like five oh i think five. doesn't doesn't scott become the high father yeah. yeah yes he becomes a high father in this book okay and of course I'm telling he you, doesn't want it i'm telling you he, he, well then okay so is this book connected to the curtain continuity or is this all like a, an alternate no, well it it's an imaginary part. story like the rest of them it, okay. but it is in, it's <laughs> yeah. all in continuity I, uh, tom king it's said continuity. it like he tweeted out that well it has to be now people the are out. okay so let me let me go around the horn because you guys have read it but you guys haven't and so you've seen the ads that say dark side is what do you think dark side is i've heard you guys say dark side is Again, I don't know what you're talking about. It's all, okay. all I know about Darkseid is from the original Ambush Bug run, and that's where he had inflated him. Uh, it was an inflatable Darkseid to raise the uh, the reader numbers on the book. Yeah, uh, Keith Giffen, Bugs Bunny, basically. Um, Darkseid is our Thanos. Is DC Thanos, in my opinion. Darkseid is yeah. how yeah. you get a book to succeed. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Well, the cover of the hardback uh, is just uh, in all black. It says "Dark Side Is," and you have Mister Miracle kind of down in the bottom corner. And it's and it's in the book. It's kind of a reoccurring panel that shows up at different moments. It just says "Dark Side Is," um, and it kind of became an ad and a rally cry right. yep. and a cry for help. And, and, and 
it, it, it becomes an explanation for just everything. Like, uh, I oh, was, I, I think like I know what it is. Like could it, and could it, it be it's, it's also, not something? It's just that dark side exists. Like dark side is. Period. I think it's also a really cool nod to like like dark side is and like people that know. Like you're in the know. Now right. you're part of that. You're part of that group of people that. Oh yeah, dark side. Like we know what it is, right? right. But well, we, we don't think, know. We, think, we, here's, we know. My theory I want to hear this. is um, Scott kill, Scott commits suicide. Mm-hmm. That really happens. Um, dark side is what breaks you. Yeah. It is that thing. It is you think you can take and tolerate and build, and that's the way the kids of Apocalypse Arisen is like you to take so much beatings and so much abuse. And right. I mean, even in the book, they show, they show someone starving for grins. I mean, that's right. kind of the mm. book we're dealing with. Right. So wow. when you want to look for Ambush Bug for fun, that's, and that's why starvation say, for grins. And that's right. why I say I think Darkseid gave him the anti-life equation at some point. Yes. Yeah. And, and he gave it to Orion as well. Yes. Uh, do, because I it works in two that. different ways. It doesn't have to necessarily be the mental health issue that Scott goes through through the book because mm-hmm. it deals with Orion and the insanity Right. That he's going through and yeah. what he thinks he is. Oh, because oh, he becomes super paranoid. I also love yes. love the the what's the character that looks like Stanley? Oh, the, oh yeah, the hype guy. The, yeah, uh, um, fun, fr- funky, funky. Yeah. I just call him funky. Yeah, this sort of makes me miss the old uh, Mister Miracle fragment, like Justice League in the nineteen eighties. You know, when he was when he was a part of the uh, Booster and Beetle kind of trio. I yeah, he he is the opposite of fun, and, oh. and he's in here with a uh, Booster and Beetle. So no. well. I will, say, book now. <laughs> I will say I will say this that, and they actually have fun together. So nice. okay. there are some people that read comics just for the action and the 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 splendor of it. Um, this is not that book, but if it's an you, important book. It's an important book, and if you enjoy a good story, a real thought oh, yeah, out no, story, I, do. I, do. I don't I don't know anybody that actually enjoys a good story that would not love this book. For for as serious as it is, there's a lot of very funny and humor there is. moments, uh, and then there's just no way to uh, I I can't explain Gar's art in this. It's it, you, it's you can't. It took me a while to get used to it. No, but it's I I awesome. love it. I just don't have words to Who's it. The actually, Mitch Gerards. Mitch Gerards. But it's it's uh it's digital. Yeah. I mean, it's not just uh you know pen and paper. It's pretty. And if you, if you, you if you read it on the guided view because of the right. use of nine the nine uh, grid. Uh, it's so like it's like it's almost it, there's sequences that almost become animated. Right. Well, I mean, especially when you were talking about how the the panel of Dark Side is just pops up. There's that one where that it's like two pages where Dark Side is, and they'll show like an action pa- panel. Dark Side is action panel. You just send swipe and like you see what happens next in the action, then all of a sudden Dark Side is. See what um, happens next. Dark Side is, mm-hmm. and I, it's just awesome. What what. Give me a couple of panels that you guys that stand out in your oh, mind because uh, there's I'm, a there's a sequence where Scott and Barda are, are fighting through the halls of Apocalypse, but yes. they're talking about what they're gonna do on like Tuesday <laughs> yes. night for dinner or something. Yes, like because they they're planning on they're they're it's almost as if they they take a boom tube to Apocalypse to fight this war during the day, yeah. and then take a boom tube back home. To sleep it off, like they all stop, like they all they all have an agreement that yeah. we're gonna stop, <laughs> we're gonna stop fighting. It's kind of like um, kind of like the uh, oh, coyote and the dog. And, yeah, and the but old, they clock out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They clock out and they're they're not they don't have to fight because they're off the clock, right? right. It's kind of same thing. There's another one where uh, everyone's kind of at a table discussing the terms of war, yes. but then you zoom out, and there's like people holding the table up. Yes, and, and you're like. This is insane. Like, <laughs> the details of torture in this book yeah. are amazing. You're right. Um, and I don't know who <laughs> it is. Don't I don't know who came up with that, that audio but it's great. For you. Like, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, the last thing I want to talk about on Mr. Miracle is is um, just, I, to me, it's a very important mental health book. Very um, important. Because I'm somebody who, who struggled with it and uh, for years and reading it and seeing his perspective but but that's where i was very judgmental of barda because she grew up with the same kind of abuse and everything and there's there is a part for me the panel is when they're going to apocalypse and he goes was granny goodness ever kind right and she's just like no no like she just full-on hates her Mm -hmm. there is nothing and he finds a moment of pure torture (laughs) 
where she kind of stops early and that to him was like affection. Right. (laughs) And it's weird because you see that and you see that you go, people who live in that world of abuse look for anything as a sign of hope. Yeah. And he fully understands how evil she is. I mean, they get to the point where they're trying to stop the war and they think to end the war, Granny has to go. Yeah. But he but he finds those little pieces of love, so he finds it hard to do. And so that whole issue was just because, and in that same issue, you see Granny, and I think as horrible as she is, I think she actually loved these kids. Oh, she did. She did. You know, I think she loves each and every one of them, and she, she loves shows them in it. the way that love is on Apocalypse, yes. and that's by surviving the you know, abuse. Think about Granny goes. I, I just think about it, like the fact that Ed Asner voiced her in the Justice League stuff. It, it just oh. makes it even so much more. <laughs> <laughs> it fits so much. That's awesome. Um, so okay, so that, that I, I wanted to just because you were talking about Tom King, I wanted to get into what I was reading a little bit. But um, Josh, what are you reading? Oh gosh, um, as will become a constant feature of me on here uh i am uh-huh. i'm a way behind and uh b not reading anything recent um the the stuff i'm currently subscribing to i'm behind on so it's uh, green lantern uh league of extraordinary gentlemen which only is one issue left and i still haven't read the last one so i need to um gideon falls i'm behind on so that, that's the current stuff i'm reading um i have a lot of stuff coming so I was just going through my list. Uh, I took advantage of the TKO. Uh, the free buy samples? one, get one, oh, okay. free sale. And I ordered um, Fearsome Dr. Fang, which I'd already read just because I loved it and I really want it in print. Did you, which one, which, which kind did you get? The, so I bought the, the slipcase. Oh, the slipcase? Yeah, because it's, it's such a unique format. I just, I want some examples of those. Those are really nice. Like, I, sh- I should have brought you it got too. Them? Yeah, I okay. got it. And I put some pictures up, but. Uh, the, so they are oversized. They're not regular comic book oh, size. Oh, really? Oh, uh, they're I not going to fit on my shelf? They may be Silver Age. Size. Yeah, I think they are because my shop actually has print versions of them. So, but but you don't need, right? I mean, it goes in the heart, in the little case, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll fit on your shelf like with the other books because mm-hmm. it's about the same size of a trade paperback. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's not oversized like bigger than a book. Gotcha. Okay. Just bigger than a normal comic book. Okay. Um, so I ordered... First, some Dr. Fang, and then I ordered uh, the other book by the same writer, which is the Western yeah. Seven Deadly one, Sins. Seven, seven yeah, Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly yeah. Sins. And then because I'd done that, I was like, well, I should go ahead and take advantage of one more. So I, I ordered. Uh, We're already here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ordered the crime drama set in California. That one, I'm not sure which one. Yeah, I can't recall the name of it. It has a cool cover, so though. I, I'll recommend, like I told Josh, if you go to Comixology, you can, buy, you can get. Issue one of all these series for yeah. free because they want you to check them out. And it's TKO? Yeah, yeah TKO, TKO. TKO, TKO mm-hmm. Productions, I think it's called. And they've got some it, big writers. Garth Ennis' uh, Sarah, uh, yeah. I own. I haven't read so that's, yet. So Sarah is the one I got. Okay. Are, are they all pretty much very pulpy type stories? No. Um, it's it it's pretty, all kind of... Yeah. It seems all over the place. Like okay. there's sci-fi stuff, there's westerns. There's, it's comics. Yeah. It's comics, yeah. And then and then I did I did use... So I ordered the second book that was already out, but then I used that to pre-order the Lemire sci-fi book that's coming out yeah. soon. Yeah, so. Um, so anyway, that, that's the stuff that's coming. The big news is, uh, scratch this one off of my uh, you know, bucket list, uh, my favorite book from the 90s that I know Kyle and Clay are fans of <laughs> is Starman. And I had only ever read through issue twenty four on. I never, the show. I never, I never <laughs> gotten past it. And so um, I took advantage of the DC Universe app, which uh-huh. <clears throat> I won't say any more th- about right now. We'll probably get into that. Yeah, but uh, I over the past week I've been binging Starman. Mm-hmm. I have four issues left. I'm at seventy eight. No, you only have two. It, it ends with eighty. It, it, 81. I guess, 81. No, 80. Yeah. Because they had the zero. They had the, uh, oh, no, I guess they did that. It was the. Uh, there's, a, there's a Blackest Night yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. last I issue. I don't and count it's that. 81. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I so came I'm, back for an event. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Jack, though. Wasn't Jack. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I've, I've, been, I've been binging that, and I'm really, really happy with it. Um, does, I, it does it hold up? It, it does. Um, I will say, and I always kind of suspected this, this the, the part of it I really didn't like was the initial going into space. Um, and, and, and it's partly due to the fact that it just, it, 
A, he brings on David Goyer to co-write with him. And, and you can kind of get a sense of the shift in writing style. Um, there, that's the period also where they haven't settled on, is it Snezberg? Oh, on the, as the consistent con- artist. Yeah. So they have uh, Yeowell, Steve Yeowell comes in to do some issues. I really don't like his art. Um, and, and it's funny because I know, I know, I've, you know, he and Schnedgeberg both worked on Vertigo books that I quite liked, but they just, Yeowell is not suited See, for Starman. Snedgeberg does a fantastic job. He's probably the and best. And the fact yeah, that he's done some great, like, Silver Age Justice League books that oh, I've has seen. He? Yeah. Okay. The fact that Tony Harris loved his artist, I, 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 there was a different shift, but with James Robinson writing, that's what kept me in because there were some stories I loved about him in space, like where they go to, they're going through time and you go back to meet the Legion of Superheroes. You, so you, my, you go back yeah. to just, Dawn. Just are, him talking about meeting Superman. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So just, my, my, my complaint with all that is, and it only took me until kind of the very end when all that comes together to realize that what he did with the space stuff was basically apply what he had done with Opal City to space. So it's basically we're taking you through all of DC Universe's lesser known space stuff Mm. as he treks through space. I guess my, my problem with it is it just, it didn't, I don't know. I, I just I didn't care for it until they finally get to the planet that Peyton's on, and that last story in space is fantastic. It's really really good. See, the issue with the Legion of Superheroes still has one of my favorite uh, clips, and it's, it's the one that you. It's a scene that reminiscent back to like issue one. They're trapped in the uh, the um, shades uh, black mist. And you know, and, and they've been fine there so long. And Jack's right. like, I, I don't remember. And he goes to the whole list of this old stuff that he just likes. And it, <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah. And then, you, then you see like, what's her name? Go. Uh, well, it, it would have well, helped to know that blah 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 was published. Da da da. And he's like, Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was great. That was great. Yeah. There's there, there's a lot at the very end that I really really like. I think the the one thing that is kind of and and it's it's resolved. Like it doesn't bother me as much anymore. But initially, I really detested how they suddenly took the new mist and made her a secondary character because i was like this needs to be the final showdown right oh, 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 but okay, then okay. the way they resolved that i thought was really it's tragic but oh, good. the fact that the original mess was basically the main mastermind yeah exactly yeah. exactly and and um and it's very clear that it is gonna sound so weird to say as i'm wrapping up the series the only other thing i can equate it to and i'm so glad i've a finally read it and b binged it to kind of get all the little nuances that he, he peppers in there. Um, the only thing I kind of compare it to, weirdly, is Jeff Smith's Bone. If you read all of Bone, Bone feels like a consistent, well-plotted, planned-out story from oh. beginning to end. Okay. And when you finish Starman, you're like, oh, yeah, this moment way back in issue four or five or six or whatever plays out right here, right? Yeah. Like, it feels tightly tightly structured and organized and not in an overbearing way which i thought was really really fantastic i'm gonna so. and i love that they ended it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah exactly that so, that's the best part because it could have gone to a new team yeah tom king's batman it's yeah. clicking like that to okay me. that's yeah. good to hear I, I i'm telling you after that joker story i had fully intended to pick up tom king's batman run i, I don't sure. think and i don't I know if, i don't know if it's, yeah. I don't know if it's as tight one, yeah. as starman i haven't i've read only the 24 whatever we did for the comic book club yeah comic book club i read that but, so I don't know if it's as tight as that, but like I said, after what I read this week, things yeah. just kind of everything kind of falls into place, and like te- all the Tetris lines just cleared out. Well, I mean, it seems pretty clear that King likes to structure his stories into twelve issues. Does is that the? I mean, he's yeah, gone well so. beyond that mm-hmm. with with yeah. Batman, though, right? I mean, the books, the trades come out as six issue stories, but mm-hmm. but there's been a few things that you are got Vision, Miracle Man, yeah. and his Batman, Omega Catwoman Man, are Omega Man was twelve issues yeah. as well. So, I don't um, know. I think, uh, but here is in Crisis Nine. Yeah, uh, I think, you, and I you think can, that's what happened. <laughs> I think if you like that structure and that story, then you will love Jason Aaron's run on Thor, which I did pre-order War of the Realms because you uh, guys um, um, yeah, recommended uh, it. So, because he's because well, he's setting those pieces while he's uh, doing his yes. book to do an event. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to hijack your little segment. Right, I'm, your segment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, it's, it's a, it's a my segment's day. about a 25 year old book. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> but um, no, because I, I I've been reading. I, I, Let me show you what a segment looks like. Come on, get it out. Get it out. No, every week I've been I've been saying I'm I'm 
going to hop off War of the Realms and just wait for the trade. Ha. And every week I step in you the pick past up those time, books. I pick up, like I, I wasn't going to buy the tie-ins. Like I went in and I was like, all right, I don't need to spend as much money this week, right? <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to pick up a number five. I'm going to pick up Journey into Mystery number four. I'm going to walk my black ass out of here. No, nope. no, said, no. Said every comic fan yeah. ever. No, I'm here picking up the Fantastic Four tie-in. I'm picking up yeah. the Tony Stark tie-in. I, it is a really good event book. Um, something happens in issue five this week where as much mythology and story crafting um, Aaron has put into Thor the last... I mean, he's been on the book since 2012. I mean, I believe that he's been planning this oh. crossover event since 2012. Yeah. And not only that, what's also great is that there was another crossover event in between that helped set up this crossover event, mm-hmm. you know, Original Sin. Um, oh. Every, uh, everyone's favorite Original Sin. Yeah, I know, right? I liked it. I liked it. Actually, yeah, I'm thinking of Axis. Axis is the one that was oh, like, yeah. Nick Fury's new watcher? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but... Um, he watches you from the wall. There's a panel... <laughs> in here in this story and I'm like like it took me by surprise because of all the mythology Aaron's put into this I did not see this coming and I'm like oh my god this is fantastic and then to go to the next page and see what Malekith is doing Mm -hmm. with two characters that we thought were dead is just wow you know, it, they, it's, they it's, did something with Spider-Man that like puts another tragedy on his uh, shelf too. Was, right. He, you know, like like Captain America leads his own team, and he has the helmet that allows him to control. The, you know, talk to the flying horses. Right. But what happens? To, what what he has to deal with? It's like, well, th- this man just can't get a break. Right. <laughs> so, I, I I just want to throw in there. You know, part of the reason it, there's two reasons I went ahead and ordered War of the Realms, despite that I haven't read any of the Thor stuff leading up to it. You guys recommended it mm-hmm. and the other thing is the only Jason Aaron I've read mm-hmm. was his run on Star Wars when Marvel rebooted yes. it yeah. and oh, yeah. I loved it because I remember reading those comics thinking holy crap this feels like yeah. Star Wars 4 right. like it felt like that yeah. world that universe it didn't feel like the prequels it didn't feel, feel like the new movies it yeah. felt like the original trilogy and I just respected him for that and the funny so. thing about it is, is I don't I started reading it after we did our episode two years ago on Walt Simonson and his run mm. on Thor, yeah, um, which I picked up, you know, volumes one, two, and three of that, and I read that, and it was the first time I ever liked Thor as a character. Period. So, and then I was like, and right about that same time was when um, he was finishing up his run on Unworthy Thor, which was like a four issue little arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm like, Thor's unworthy. Why? Why is he on? Un- so I had to go back and read. <laughs> and the funny part is you didn't find out where he was unworthy there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize you don't find out where he's unworthy like a year and a half later or something. Yeah. Oh, I mean <laughs> well, it, the, the, he goes to the God Butcher stuff and then original sin happens and then Jane is Thor for like a year, year and a half before you realize where he finally goes back and says why Thor? I think, why wasn't he? It? Why wasn't he worthy? What, huh? was, what was the reason for him? Oh, um, Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury was. I really some, thought so this was gonna be a, he was for something in his ear. I thought it was gonna be he talks in the movie theater. But what yeah. was the reason yeah. for him being unworthy? Uh, uh, oh, something about the gods or. So it was. It was this this one guy that was trying the the God Butcher. I think whatever his yeah. name was. He's like he Nick Fury just told him. And big spoilers for this unworthiness. <laughs> uh, I've marked this stream as spoiler he just, heavy. He <laughs> just told him uh, that the God Butcher was right. Yes. That's it. Because once you if, so if you go back and well, read, if you go back, the, if you go back and read. There's a like, Gore is a is a villain, but he's a villain like Thanos is a villain in MCU where you understand why he's doing what he's doing, and so he's almost the protagonist in the first eight issue arc, and and um, and so there's a there's a a moment where Gore's in the future, and he's gonna set off his bomb, and he's having a conversation with Old Man Thor who's the king of Asgard yeah. at this time, but Asgard's pretty much decimated. He's the only Asgardian left. I think he's the only god left, I think. Except for his daughters. Year. Right, except, except for, for his, his three daughters. daughters, who are cool. Yeah, but, they're, they're kick-ass. And, they but, are um, kick-ass. He, he explains to them why he's been on this murderous rampage, and they go back and tell Gore's story, and then that 
the gods don't care about. They all, all they're just self-servant, and they don't care about the people that that worship them, and they just all deserve to die, and that they're not worthy of the love and praise that these worshipers give them. Yep. And so, um, and of course, Thor, you know, being you Thor. can kind of you can kind of tell that he has his doubts. Or actually, no, it was well, young no. Thor. It was young Thor so, that he told him that. Because even even in the MCU. Thor is afraid at any moment that he puts that hammer down that he's not going to be able to pick it up again. Right. Because we, we see that in, in all the movies, uh, even in the last one where he calls out for Molnir mm-hmm. trying to figure out if he's still worthy, right? So I think every that's one Thor's, it's always in his head. Well, is this the last time I get to pick up the hammer? Well, and, and the, I think that's a great thing that he does. So he breaks his story down into a thousand years ago Thor, present Thor, and then a thousand years in the future King Thor. And they're all intertwined. They all intermingle. But I think that's uh, young Thor. All he has is Jornborg, the axe. Yeah. yeah. And so, but Which he's sitting cool. there. But he's sitting there trying to become worthy. And it's like it's almost like he's doing Hercules and the Twelve Deeds to try to become worthy. And um, then he finally be able to pick up. But once he picks it up, he's always worried that something's going to happen where he can't. And he has this moment in Original Sin where Nick Fury whispers something in his ear. All of a sudden, he can't pick no, it that's up. What, you know, that's the part. I and think. it's because he doubts his godness. Oh, I okay. Love you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I love you. So, 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 I um, I know. I know. <laughs> so I could not go to sleep several nights ago mm-hmm. because I had this you sudden. Thought you were unworthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! Because I had this sudden thought. In Endgame, mm. that wonderful scene when when you know Steve Thor, picks up Mjolnir. No, no, no. <laughs> when Thor needs to eat a salad and he's talking to his mom and he calls Mjolnir and it comes to him and he says, "I'm still worthy." Yeah. It just dawned on me he just stole Current Thor's hammer and then he leaves with it. <laughs> so what is Current Thor using a fight with? Well, that's by, well, that's that's by timeline. Yeah. Well. Steve returned. Ah, no, Steve returned okay. the hammer backpack to where he needs to be, so he yeah. never really lost the hammer. Okay. No, all right. All right. Just I'm just checking because he has to return to the exact moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, so. I'm I'm just double checking. But how does Steve know where to return it to? He was told by Thor. I think. There, but Thor was in like it they, flies they, to didn't him. Didn't they say they have timestamps? Maybe he's the, playing the, catch with Thor, but we're only seeing one side. <laughs> are we? Are, I, okay. Again, comic <laughs> books. We're overthinking. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm the, saying, the one panel we just see Cap throwing it. I'm I'm laying in bed wide Go awake, on. and I'm like, Let, but he just stole Thor's. Let me ask a question here, and I, I don't know why this is how a comic book nerd's <laughs> brain works. Because I'm thinking here, you have Mjolnir, who's knocking the crap out of Thanos. And yet you have Hela who destroys Mjolnir. Does that mean she's more powerful than Thanos? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But we all yeah. knew that. Well, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I saw. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, of course I, she is. She's. I awesome. saw this beautiful meme this morning. Uh, it was uh, Loki, Thor, and Hela, and and it said something about this could be the most powerful trio in history if Odin wasn't such a shitty dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I did want to bring one thing up. It's, it's, we're talking about the uh, alternate timelines. They did announce the fact, we're, and this is what's making me almost think about getting the Disney streaming app now because of the TV yeah. shows coming out. They've already said the WandaVision series is going to look into her reality warping powers. Ooh. Yeah. So we're going to open Which, that door. I, yeah, because Aaron over at Urban Legends had a great pitch for this that WandaVision is actually going to be uh, like a television type show based on the Tom King series. Where yeah, that's the, what I was about to say. Yeah. The, the family will exist in some sort of sitcom or yeah. television type world. Uh, but in the set of the fifties, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I'm so like a House of M vision mix, yes. And that's that. And so you know, Shelby's a big fan of Scarlet Witch, so she's like, "Do you have House of M? I want to read that." So no, no, horrible series, no. horrible. She Don't should read, it. read that. I disagree with them. No more mutants. I don't care. Powerful that story sucks. Sucks. Suck. No, no. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> For those listening, Daniel just blocked the, uh, <laughs> fist, bump. the fist bump. Uh, he, so, denied, he denied the bro ship. Not today. <laughs> House of M sucked royally. Wow. Royally. We so, may have to have another court. So I just want to uh, say one last thing about Starman because, again, I only read things that are as old as I am. Um, uh-huh. If cool. you hear 81 issues, like, God, this sounds like a good book, but it's a lot of issues. Here's my recommendation. Read the opening storyline 
and then read issue... Sins of, Sins of the Father? Yeah. And then read issue 29. 29 is The Return of Bobo, and I think it is the quintessential Starman story. And you're welcome to prove well, me no, wrong. No, I mean, I'll be more than that. Just read the issue. Once you get read one issue, it's like eating a well, bag yeah, of yeah, chips. Well, yeah, yeah, certainly. But, but <laughs> if you want the feel of Starman, yeah. issue 29 encapsulates all of that because it is just this I'm going to go this first two. I'm going to go the first two trailer bags because even when, when, yeah. when they first find uh, Mikhail and Grundy yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then he gets kidnapped I mean, by I, the— I think you need to read those, definitely. Yeah. But I'm just saying if you just want the feel of the book, what makes it so good, issue 29. Um, I go with the first arc. I may have to go with. I may have to say the first two stories. There's a couple of stories, but they're not. They're not indicative well, of what it is. Not even that. I mean, I gotta even say, if you were a fan of a cinema mystery theater, yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. Though when he crossed over, I was. Dock, that was a was, great. That was, yeah, that was a great. And that's where I. That's where I stopped reading it initially, and it was only because I think I started grad. No, no, I I I moved to a different college. And I was poor, so I just I couldn't afford to buy them anymore. And but, but I remember in there, I would walk into a comic store and I would look at the covers, and I remember uh, I would see like the covers when he started going to space. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening uh, with Starman? Like, why is he in space? I'm so confused. Um, and then I just yeah, I never I, I, I never I, finished it. Yeah, if, I, if I ever really have to so Poe that I can't have to sell everything, that's the one series I'm not getting rid of. I'll be, I will say. I will be buried to the grave with those books. <laughs> well, and, 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 and that is why I'm, I'm so bummed that, like, I own the first two omnibuses. Um, I, I, so I could easily order four and five. Three is impossible to get. It's like... Not impossible. Well, Not impossible. Just do the, the, do the old trade paperback. That's what I have. I don't have any omnibuses. No, but the omnibuses... But it's like nice. hardback, hardback, yes. trade... Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. That's why I have the trades. I have no. I, there's no miscalculation of the we, question. We, I we, we are collectors. We need everything to fit. So you can't tell us to buy a paperback when we have a hardback. Yes. Well, and no, and to that, that's like saying don't buy issue two. You don't need it. And well, to that, I feel like when they released the omnibuses, they stopped printing the trades. And now, if you go into Comicsology, you can only buy the single issues. Yeah. They don't even have the collections. But there. go to Half Price Books, and you can always find the trade paperbacks there. But he wants the hardback. I do. I'm just saying, if, if, if it comes down to it, you, they're, they're, despite the fact that I have the paperback of Omnibus let's uh, two, let's uh, 3D print you a case of the hardback. I have. Hey, hey, that, I, have cool. I have the trade paperbacks that I've kept because I got them all autographed by James Robinson oh, so, nice. and Tony. Okay, Harris. so I have a question for you guys. I yeah. noticed in the in the, like the latter third of the series, all the covers are signed Robinson. Is that James Robinson yeah. doing the covers? Yeah. Oh, uh, I, don't know. I, I thought it was Andrew, Ro- an Andrew Robinson. Yeah. Andrew Robinson. Yeah, Andrew idea. Robinson. James, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they related? No. No. No, okay. All right, just curious. Okay. Anyway. Um, Sorry, I'll stop talking about Star. No, no, no. I found it. You what? Oh, the, I'm not paying that. $228. I found it. Splurge. Two a splurge. You want it. <laughs> Go get it. See, I'm it's not, not impossible, anymore, but I'm not $228 for Omnibus 3, Rich. So That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Um, I, I, I don't think there's anything in that book that kind of date stamps it as the 90s. There is one, there is one moment, because uh, I was actually oh. reading an article about the other day, when he's fighting Kyle. And he says some like you're no Chris Isaac or I'm no Chris Isaac. We've talked that about is, that. We did yeah. that at the, the panel at the convention. Yeah, that is <laughs> oh, yeah. that is. And and there was an article on something about us, and it was like, is Star mandated? And that was the moment they brought up. But other than that, no, it's, I've got, it's really. No, I got one other one. There is a scene right before he leaves into space. He goes and talks to the Justice League. And he's, yeah. he's there training with Justice and it's Superman is the yes. blue electric form. So you know that's yep. 90s Justice League. Yeah, no, it is. It's that weird white, blue electric Superman and, and costume. That's, so. and that's another point that really pissed me off because I always wanted a Kyle and uh, Jack uh, crossover. And there, there, are two, uh, there was the um, Kyle where they had the uh, funeral for uh, Hal Jordan, and they're talking. He's like, yeah, come to my store sometime, and, and I'll get you the, those magazines. And then you say, and you say hey, uh, hey, Kyle, hey, Jack. I mean, it was, hi, Jack. Not today, but you know, but you know there's an interaction between these two. Yeah. Like, I want to see a a crossover issue with Kyle Rainer and Jack Knight. Yeah, those it just it would have been perfect. I'd I like did. to see where Jack is now. Yeah, he we didn't we just saw him recently in the Justice League book. Oh really? No, no, that that's Peyton. No, but he also Jack also shows up when they're at the hospital, when they go visit the other Starman. Oh, Will Peyton? No, you're talking about Zero Hour. They go to visit their dad. Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it was Zero oh, Hour. Yeah, you're right. Zero Hour. Right. Yeah, because don't, don't argue Starman with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to point out, and, and, and this again is a thing, the only artists, I'm convinced, who can draw Jack properly are Tony Harris and Sn- Snedgeberg. 
They're, yeah. they're the only ones because when he shows up in Zero Hour, he looks like a weird 90s yeah. douchebag. Like nobody else can draw him properly to where he looks no, like they, yeah, Jack no, yeah, no, Starman, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've actually gone back because I, I own the whole series. I owned the singles. I owned the trades. I owned the hardbacks. And then I got uh, – I started buying the issues again because <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> we're, col- we're, we're all collectors here. Know, we I brag know. about – I have the third let, hardcover. Let me, show you my lo- <laughs> let me show you my long box. Um, <laughs> hey, <wow>. now. <laughs> Save Did that you put a dolphin on the, on the screen? <laughs> Welcome to Next Issue After Dark. Um <laughs> I, yeah, we should have that. No, what are the adult not. comics we own? No. What now? What are the adult? Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue at uh, on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry. Daniel at Echo Spider and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.